Hey, Watch What Happens Live listeners. Spring is almost here, and my favorite way to celebrate the nice weather is taking a long walk with a great story from Audible. Audible's app makes it super easy to listen anytime, anywhere. And as an Audible member, you can choose one title to keep every month from their entire catalog. I'm a total mystery hound and have been loving Frieda McFadden's Housemaid series. They're super addictive whodunits with outrageous twist endings. If you love a good mystery too, you might even be able to snag the first one for free. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WWHL or text WWHL to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WWHL or text WWHL to 500-500. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. (laughs) Hi, I'm Megan Segura. And I'm Eric J. Mack. And this is The Daily Dish, Bravo's official podcast. This season of The Real Housewives of Atlanta has been bananas. Truly. We've had new housewives. Hey, Shamari. New relationships, pregnancies, weddings, great fashion dungeon shows. But there's so much more we need to unpack, especially after these final episodes. All the rumors swirling around Eva's financial situation, her bridesmaid, that Cynthia and Nene falling out that could have major repercussions on their relationship, and not to mention what's in store for Nene and Greg's future. Plus, Kenya's return. Luckily, the RHOA reunion is right around the corner, and we want to make sure you're up to date on everything that's happened to our Georgia peaches. So to help you prep, we have all the ladies. That's Nini, Candy, Cynthia, Portia, Eva, Shamari, Tanya, and of course, Marlo, discussing the biggest moments from the season from Bravo's exclusive after show. Because we care about you so much, we've even gone a step further and broken down the essential shade, feuds, drama that will be most important come reunion time. So sit back, relax, and study up on what you need to know before the reunion, part one. Cynthia, whole thing is... Tell Eva that you're going Let people know when somebody is going to be in the same setting as them and they don't get along. Mm-hmm. I.e. Eva and Yavana. Mm-hmm. Now this is what Cynthia is going to tell you. Why well, invited Kenya? I invited everybody, but I didn't know she was gonna come. I didn't think anything of it. I really didn't think she was coming. I didn't think I had to get the guest list approved with anybody. I didn't think I needed to get the potential of anyone who might come approved with anyone. Well, Nidi didn't see it that way. Hey. Hello, hello. Let me tell you about the party. This is where I got an issue with the party. Cynthia and I are very good friends. Mm-hmm. As far as I'm concerned, we're close. Like real we talk 10 times a day. We spend holidays together. I am a shoulder for her to lean on. She's my shoulder to lean on. We are like sisters, as far as I'm concerned. I say, as far as I'm concerned. Remember that, okay? I am the kind of friend that when you call me, I make the time to talk to you. Kenya is the kind of friend that. When she has time, she will call you. And there's a fucking difference. Mm-hmm. Kenya is not around for her to talk to, but yet she acts as if her and Kenya are friends. 
That's the problem that, that bothers me. Through the grapevine, Cynthia heard that Marlo and I had sat together at my store and I told Marlo that I was thinking about not going to Cynthia's event because mm -hmm. she is always acting as if Kenya is so supportive of her, when it's really me. And the fact that she doesn't give me that, I thought that, that maybe I shouldn't attend. When we get to the event, Candy shows up with Kenya. Now, Cynthia, you said you wanted Kenya here, and she's here. Candy's exact words to Cynthia were, you wanted Kenya here, and here she is. Wow. So, I knew then that Cynthia had gotten a message about me not wanting to be there, and that they had orchestrated Kenya being there. You know, it sounds like deja vu, right? Yeah. Portia was mad because Dennis's ex was at my party. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, does this not sound crazy or is it just me? Hey, Nene, it's Cynthia. I just want to let you know that there is a very slim 1% possibility, chance in hell, that Kenya might show up at the party. Mm. Why mm. even have a conversation that doesn't need to be a conversation? Nor mm. do I need her approval anyway to invite her. Mm. And also, Kenya made a speech, which was totally impromptu. Mm. She basically came up and was like, I'd like to say something. What am I supposed to do? I just want to thank everybody for coming out and supporting my friend. You are a mogul. You congratulations to your launch. All right, thank you. Thank you, guys. I love you so much. What am I supposed to do? Tell her that she can't lift me up in a blaze of glory? I don't have a problem with Kenya walking into the event because at the end of the day, Cynthia can have all the friends in the world. It doesn't matter to me. What I had a problem with was she was using an excuse. She's trying to wiggle her way out of it by saying, I invited, but I didn't know Kenya was gonna come. The deal is, you, all you gotta do is pick up the phone and say, Nene, just so you know, I invited her. That didn't mean, invite don't mean you coming. Mm -hmm. But give me heads up, bitch, because you want heads up. Right. Don't do some to me that you don't want me to do to you. Cause see, when I do to you, my you shit is like gonna that. be so crazy. My shit is gonna be crazy. I cannot believe in Nene's normal, rational mind that she would actually care who was at my party as long as she came to support me because I've done nothing but be supportive of any and everything that she's done. Looking back after talking to her, I was like, okay, fine. Maybe I should have said, hey, Nene, there's a slim chance in hell that Kenya's coming to the party. Mm -hmm. Just wanted to let you know. Mm -hmm. You don't even know how I wish I had made that phone call. I don't want to feel like I'm losing a friend. Everything I'm watching, I just I don't want to feel that way. Don't make me feel like I'm that. not. Don't, I won't. Because I would not do that. I won't. It will not happen again. I'm here for you. When it comes to Nini, who I love and cherish, I have to give her a pass. Mm -hmm. I think that Nini is really having a very hard time dealing with her new reality of what's happening with Greg, because it is a lot. Yeah, and cancer does not come with a manual. Mm -hmm. They have a new life. They have a new existence. They have a new marriage. They have a new sex life. A lot of things happen. So when I know deep down in my heart that that truly wasn't what it was about, I just can't believe that that was the issue. Kenya at Cynthia's party. Tell me about seeing her and why that upset you so much. It didn't upset me so much. It didn't upset me so much that I, <laughs> no, I was upset after the fact, not at the party. 
at the party, I was just like upset. No, man. you were sitting, you were standing beside me. Remember talking? I kept saying, Marla, you shouldn't be talking to me about her. Girl, I know she wants to be here really bad. The thirst is all right, real, honey. This is how this goes, where Kenya is concerned. Kenya ain't on this show. Let's be clear. And she ain't on this show by her own default. Not anybody else has nothing to do with that. Mm -hmm. Kenya step on this show and feel like she is Queen B. Bitch, you got it wrong. You ain't even here from day one. You just entered on what, season six or some five or six? Like, you way behind me. You ain't Queen B. Now listen, I give all these girls this. I give them all this. You guys are all queens. You just not the motherfucking queen. So you good, okay? I'm, I'm Be clear queen. about who fucking started this show. And you don't give me shit else, you gonna give me the shit my props. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You are queens. But you ain't the queen, bitch. And so know that. Eva is getting married. I had my huge wedding and I got married and that wasn't that long ago. And this was my bridemaid. What did you really and, bring and me along was a, for? She was trying to become a bride. <laughs> and I know how difficult it is. But I knew Marlo knew fashion because Marlo helped me, you know, with my with my wedding and the looks that we should have. I knew she had a good eye. Marlo's never been married, so the just saying, there's no expertise there. I'm like, I wanna be whimsical and I wanna be fairy-like. And she's like, honey, you need to push him up. You need something tight, you need to bling, you need to cut out oh hair. And I'm like, gosh, Girl. that must have been crazy. Yeah, it was. There was a lot of tool and a lot of sparkle. Ooh. And there, there were definitely some choice words. Ooh. I love the high line, but it gives me so prom. You know, listen, Marlo was given a lot. So, you know, you, you But I you had, did I agree a, with what I yeah. said. It's very hard because every bride wanna you want everything to be perfect. And then you know what? And that's Marlo true. doesn't even understand that. She's just No, I do. She's the girl, let me tell you. Ninja, she loves girls. She's a girl's yeah. girl. She wants everyone to come around and be happy. Yeah. And if she, like, Eva comes around and she's being nice to Eva, like, oh, I don't want to hurt her feelings. <laughs> I'm like, why the hell are you not calling her out? She's fucking lying. <sighs> the dresses look awful. I just want 10 pounds off. Both bitch, heavy. you need to f***ing stop, we both bitch, are with your big ass booty we both and ginormous ass we hips, bitch, eating cake, <laughs> sandwiches, ice cream late at night, going to the gas station oh for potato God, chips, lollipops. I was smaller than Marlo at my heaviest, than Marlo was at her smallest. But she thinks I need to lose 10 pounds. And the circumference of her ass is the size of this table. But, I mean, and, and I reminded her of that there because I guess she forgot putting her pants on that morning. It was so weird. <sighs> I think Nene realized we were getting a little bit off track and she went ahead and brought it on back and reminded Marlo that she could use a, a Atkins or a keto diet herself. What did you think of Eva's wedding dress? How awful. In the, wed in the wedding? In no, the not in the wedding. Oh. The wedding, she did good in the wedding. She yeah, I thought good. her dresses looked good at the wedding. They just didn't come from Dubai. Like she lied and said they did. Girl, you had three dresses. That, that's Nene's fault, though. That's <laughs> Nene's fault. You, you had, had three dress changes. Uh, yeah. Yes, Queen, you're yes, entitled. Yes. That is totally fine. Nene definitely influenced that. We were talking, um, I talked to her a lot, actually, with planning my wedding, and she said that she asked me about my dress, and so I was telling her, and she's like, oh, child, you can't have just one dress. Oh. I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, 
Child, you gotta change. You gotta have your ceremony dress, and you have to change, child, to your reception dress. And then you gotta oh. wear something you're in real nice and nasty to leave in. Sling down, titty city, give me a leg, show that booty, thump, thump, what you talking about? And I was like, oh, okay. So I initially thought it was crazy. But then, but it, then starts... it started marinating, and I was like, that is the perfect idea. Okay. And so. I like it. Well, you looked gorgeous. Thank you. But the dresses, she did good with her dresses. I have to say that, she did. I was really mm -hmm. excited that they were not basic at all. You did some like, it was like Marlo P.I. You did some detective work <laughs> on that, right? Did she do some detective work? <clears throat> I that? really she did, did do detective did work. What you do in the public is public information. And I got a phone call. Tell me what you know. Well, first of all, the house that she's in is not actually where she lives. She lives in a raggedy little house across the street from the golf course. And it was from one of her, someone in her circle. And at the time, two of her bridesmaids were livid with her. Mm -hmm. And then one ended up, Matoki, what's the girl name? Matoki ended up befriending her back after she talked about I mean, her, how she didn't pay. I'll call the names. I'm going to call a spade a spade. It's the oh damn truth. So Matoki called her out. She didn't pay her the money she was uh, supposed to for doing the wedding, the hair. Or she wanted to charge a cheaper price. And did she call someone else in to do hair? Clearly, I don't know. But someone I mean, else you, there to do hair, though? I, hello? I was only a guest. I mean, but we hair stuff. I do I not know hear. like it was the problem with funds. Then they didn't get paid until she met us at Candy's. Because she knew I got the tea. So she scraped up that money. I'm telling you. The lady who called Marlo mm -hmm. was telling Marlo that she was using her home to yeah. shoot in, right? The lady who called, it was her house. And that Eva would come and over. And she would have stage. guests over to a home that she was staging. Yeah, and they said that she didn't even know how to work the uh, stove one day. I don't know. It, you know, you know, it's a stretch for me. It's a stretch. I think Tanya said she visits her and she had pictures, pictures of her and Mike, and there was a room that was her daughter's room. Me. So that's a stretch. I, I, I would have thought she lived there. If she had a daughter's I room. I thought and, that too. And I bought well, her a sunflower, a plant to go in her house. I wouldn't have even gave her that sunflower. She didn't have anywhere to take it. Oh, oh my God. God. Lord Jesus, somebody get me, help me. Now, Marla, you did confront her with this information, right, about the houses. How did that come about? Well, she told us about the houses after we confronted her. No, we didn't confront we her. Did we just told her. She walked out of that old lady okay? game. I'm trying to let you know that I. Ask all those questions to Marlo because no, she, that's not she fair. Has you need to ask questions I, also. Marlo, I don't know about. Well, uh, you could just tell what didn't... you do know. Okay, I jump in when I can. Okay, what do you know that happened to that old lady gang? Nothing. I'm never listening to you. I'm gone. I'm, I'm calling Mike. Here you go. No, no, I'm gone. I'm gone. I'm so sorry. I am in the midst of my honeymoon bliss. So to hear just despicable dirt. This whole thing just stinks, and I don't want nothing to do with it. So thank you, excuse me, and good day. Are you kidding me? By the time I arrived, Tanya had already spilled the beans to Eva. No one else there would be able to get Eva to return. So I mm -hmm. called her, because I knew I could get her back. And then mm -hmm. her husband came. Uh, oh, and the old car, that old, old Ford Mustang? No, I'm saying I was like, old as shit. I was like, damn, it looks good out of 95. What year was that Mustang? Well, no, it wasn't a classic either. Just old. Okay, okay but anyway, we're not talking about that. What now? <laughs> <laughs> Let me stop talking about people. God forgive me. Listen, she mentioned something about her 
safety and that they had three homes that they move between. Yeah, but the problem you is that the they don't understand the gravity of oh, you know, security I know. concerns. I know. I was with a f***ing cuckoo. To the point we've had conversations with Yeah, we got the mm -hmm. FBI involved yeah, in here. So mm -hmm. we don't reveal our address. We have mm -hmm. multiple addresses. Mm -hmm. Some are under aliases. I don't know. That's... I don't know anything. So now, you think she has three? Marlo, listen, I'm not... Looking up her deeds. No, and I'm things. not either. But do you, you know think what I'm saying? I'm just saying I'm a humble. You think she's three homes? See, you follow oh this. Call her. I said, so I should regular fashion when yeah. someone comes with the sh and I dismissed yeah. it. But I also knew that I was not going to sit here and hold court with him about it. Like, I'm not doing that. I just yeah. got back from my honeymoon. So to come to celebrate Candy's business deal of the week, because yeah. <laughs> she always has one, it's like, I'm not jumping into that. So I appreciate what Tanya said. Uh, I was going to exit stage left, nice and easy. And when I leave, that's when Nini calls me and she's like, why'd you leave? Come explain yourself. I'm like, I don't owe any of these women an explanation. At this point, uh, even addressing or commenting on this woman's rant, she doesn't deserve me speaking on it. And these women, I don't owe them an explanation. But you knew this about me. At this point, I knew about yes. it. Yes. So I left. And my husband, I told him I was coming home. And he was like, why are you coming home? I thought you just, you just got there. I'm like, babe, uh. I'm not explaining this to them. And he's like, you don't owe them anything. But because it's already on the table, you finish it. Ooh, he's like, you're not going like home. Don't come home. He said, furthermore, I'm coming up there to you. So what did you ultimately tell everybody? It was none of their damn business how I live my life and leave me alone and don't ask me again and let them know I owe none of you any explanation about how I live my life, one way or another. I don't have to tell you about my credit, if it's good, or tell you she lied, or tell you, well, this is what... I don't owe none of that. But since it's on the table, I'm going to deal with it and don't ever bring it up again. Apparently there was some friction with Eva's bridesmaids. Right. I was at the wedding. I didn't see anything but a beautiful bride coming down the aisle and getting married. Right. Well, apparently there was a lot of stuff going on in the background. Marlo made a phone call. Okay. It was somebody who knows you. This girl was kind of spilling some negative stuff. She was like, Eva isn't living in this house. And she was like, you know, I know the person who owns that house. Like, your credit is bad. How does she Hold on, pause. Wait, hold on. Yes. We don't know who she was. Believe me, there are not that many people in my life. I know exactly who she was. She's not anonymous. So apparently, like, my bridemaid had gotten into a fight with my wedding planner. I had what? no idea. It was one of those, like, candy portion situations I like, this where weird. I guess someone must have escorted her out or asked her graciously to leave. I don't know. But for some reason, she blamed me, the bride, hosting 239 people. <sighs> like, how would I even know that this happened? The night of my wedding, I get a text message from one of my friends that's, like, extremely foul. And then the next morning, I get a message. The night from the, of your the, wedding? The night of my wedding at 2.30 in the morning. Yeah. The message is, like... You kicked me out, and I'm supposed to be your friend, but it's cool. Like, it's cool. We can consider this relationship a wash. And I'm like, she went from, like, standing next to me and holding my child to calling Marlo, yeah. attempting to slander my name. It was definitely hard to kind of reckon with because that's supposed to be my girl. Like, my ride or die friend. So for her to flip like this, I was, like, thrown off. My wedding planner tells me that this is a very common thing, that a lot of times, and when people have weddings, the bridemaids, the closest one to them, have this green eye of envy. And I was like, she's not jealous of me, for what? 
Like she's been my friend for so long. What is there to be but jealous like, of? I've never said that I was Daddy Warbucks. I never said that I live in a huge anything or I'm nothing. My life ain't been no crystal stare, okay? I have not this perfect, beautiful girl that's had this great life and this man has swept her off her feet. Like, I went through real domestic violence. Like, I went through a really, really sh time in life. And so I am so happy to be here, but what I learned is that where I am is where she wants to be. She didn't want any of my struggles. She didn't want to do all the work it takes to get here. And it's like, so your life sucks because this is what you do. That's why your life isn't where it needs to be. Everyone deserves a beautiful life, everyone. But the good Lord is gonna give you, out of the end of your life, what you put into it. And you at 50, mm. running around acting 40, like a 12 year old, like. So bad. It's just disgusting, but I'm going to get every good thing God has for me out of it. And I'm gonna let her sit there and watch every piece of it. And you think you're mad now. I think she's shady, but she don't really own her shade sometimes. Yeah. Like, you know, DJ Eva came out, she was like, I didn't, I didn't do this, I didn't do that, I didn't do that. If she would've just yeah. owned her shade, it would be nothing. Cause because like, honestly, it's good shade. Portia what came in swinging that night. She did, and the thing about Portia that frustrated me a lot was that I see Portia all the time. Not to mention, she has my phone number. Not to mention, we comment on each other's Instagram every single day. To then two to have three months later, bring up at a dinner that I put together, you're hosting, that I'm trying to invite people out of the country and to bring up there like, well, you shaded Cynthia, you're a shady bug. And I'm like, what are you talking about? How am I now shady about a conversation I had with Cynthia three months ago? Are you shady for not saying anything if you thought I was so shady then? the pot was calling the kettle black because you're calling me shady while you're being hella shady. Do you think they would, if you had just been like, yeah, I shaded you, booyah, like, and that would have been it? Like, but I don't, I still don't get it. It doesn't matter because to me, to be shady, like on some nastiness is to say something that is hurtful or mean that, you know what I mean? Like that's shady. I didn't think that what I said was shady. So when I was asked, was I being shady? My answer was and still is no. no. Mind you, my shade is a little bit different than the rest. Do you think it's better? I'm not like, nah, nah, nah. that's not my approach to people. You like, gotta I catch think it. That that's like, you know, you gotta catch it. You have to be a little witty. You have to, you know, know more than monosyllabic words. And then maybe you found <laughs> it. Or, or maybe you still don't know that that was shade. So it's so frustrating in this group when they're like, you're being shady. You're like, no, no, no. When I'm being shady, you know when yeah. I'm being shady. Like, that was a funny comment. Like, that was not shade. You'll know shade because the sun goes away and it gets really dark. Ooh. Like that's shade. Let's talk about Todd's birthday party. What went wrong there? Hey, watch what happens live listeners. This year, I really wanted to make an effort to prioritize eating more nutritious food, but it can be hard to find the time to cook at home. That's why I'm so glad I found Factor. Each week, Factor gives you over 35 different meal options to pick from, including vegetarian, keto, protein plus, and calorie smart, and over 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling amazing all day long. Factor's delicious two-minute meals make it a total breeze to eat better even when you don't have time to prep, cook, and clean up. And with great add-ons like desserts and smoothies, it's a lot easier to make more nutritious choices at snack time. I love anything chocolatey and can't get enough of their chocolate banana shake. It's full of protein and super yummy. If you'd like to give Factor a try, just head over to factormeals.com slash WWHL50 and use code WWHL50 to get 50% off. 
That's code WWHL50 at factormeals.com slash WWHL50 to get 50% off. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you browse homeowner reviews, compare quotes from multiple local pros, and even book a service instantly. So the next time you have a home project, just Angie that and start getting the most out of your home. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Girl. I was excited to go to Todd's 45th birthday party. Like, I think that I really believe the whole world surrounding me and Candy had changed because she and I had made this truce and we were moving forward to a better place. It was just unfortunate how that night ended. Jamie is a girl who used to work for me and now she works for Candy. So Jamie had been circling my group for a while and I was like, okay, should I speak to the girl? Or like, like why, you know, why does she keep like What's circling? Yeah, kind of like a shark, like following around <laughs> us. And I was like, okay, let's just, you know, stay in our world. So we're taking a picture and Jamie just walks right in the middle, like very slow in front of us taking this picture. Oh. Down a line of three people on either side. Oh. Like, look, she's trying to get our attention. Like, mm. let's not even pay her any attention. Maybe like five Seconds later, Jamie walks back with a girl, with her. With the girl. With the girl. Jamie's friend is a person that Dennis used to date. She was one of the people with the tattoo of her name on him. Got it. The young lady and um, Jamie walked past them, and Dennis said something like, um, oh, you ain't gonna speak to the girl? Mm -hmm. And so I guess she leaned in to hug him. Leaned in. Hug. You know, just a hug, you know, like a, hi. Right, got it. I see him like do like this, like he literally did like this. And so I saw his gesture like, why are you pulling back like that? Like what's going on over there? So I walk across, uh -huh. maybe a couple feet. He turns around and I see the girl and then the ex that has been invited to this party that I'm invited to. And then I see Jamie and Jamie was like doing like this at Dennis. And I'm like, why are y'all over here? And then they walked off. They said that Portia was aggressively walking up on the girl, basically like, what's up? Like, you know, right. like an aggressive way. Right. The girl had, you know, turned her back and was like walking away from her, but they said that she was still walking up behind the girl. Now I turned to Dennis and I'm like, you know, what are they, what were they even talking about? He was like, man, don't worry about them, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, well, whatever. I'm, I'm about ready to go. We walk out. By then, my sister was coming out, and she said, I just got kicked out of the party. I said, you just kicked out of the party? She said, yeah, Jamie was telling them, get up, get us out of there, get those girls out of there. And I said, oh, really? They were doing all that? And she said, yeah. So I'm like, oh, wow. So they just really made this like a thing, like mm -hmm. you're just kicking Portia out. Portia texts me. She said, that bitch Jamie got me thrown out of the party. Jamie didn't have the authority to be throwing her out of the right. party. What I can say for a fact is the friends of mine that saw it for a fact don't have a problem with Portia. Right. No he, one would just say that she was a problem if she wasn't being a problem. Right. Yeah. When her and her man, you know, went out the party or whatever, he texted the girl while she was still in the party saying, uh, oh, that's fucked up what you did, LOL. What? Check your man. So she's being put <laughs> out the party. And somehow he has time to text the girl who's yes. still at the party. Yes. Uh, Whether, you know, it was a beef between her and Jamie or a beef between her and the girl or however it happened. 
It had nothing to do with me. I went to, I went to Portia's gender reveal. Candy, you didn't go, right? No, I didn't go. Why didn't you go, Candy? Um, well, Portia's already said that she's not really gonna come support anything that I'm doing, basically. <laughs> she's always making mention of the candy-coated clique, but they really don't have a problem with her. Like, she just doesn't want to be around my friends. We could be cool when we're around the group, but I don't necessarily have to go to her things and she doesn't come to right. mine. I feel like, you Reciprocity. Know, You're reciprocating yeah. the energy right. that but you're getting. I don't have a problem with that. It's not like we're close enough for me to be upset or right. care. It's just like when she didn't want to come to opening of my restaurant, I just kind of felt like the least we could do is support each other in business. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I, so that, at that point, I was just like, okay, well, I'll just, you know, keep it cool. It's always going to be cool. I'm not, no mad, no hard feelings. Mm -hmm. And then, to be honest with you, that same day, one of my other friends had a big event, and I wanted it to be a her event, because mm -hmm. I want to be there for the people I know are going to support me. Right. right. This happened quickly, right? Tell us a little bit about that, because you guys said, I love you right away. You moved in right away. Tell us why you think that it happened that way and why that was right for you. Dennis and I happened pretty quickly because it was just pretty much meant to be. I don't really have much more of an explanation for that because right before Dennis, you know, I was still like looking for love. Mm -hmm. And then after some of those things really didn't work out for me, I decided, you know what? Maybe this is where I'm supposed to be in life. Maybe I'm just supposed to, at this moment, concentrate on family, friends, and mm -hmm. career. Because I knew that the next person I got with, it had to be a certain chemistry. Yes. It's not forced. The conversation is nothing. You could just really just be around them and feel at home. And that's what Dennis and I had immediately. Mm. And so I just gravitated towards it because... Mm. You know, I've been so protective of Portia. I've been so independent. Right. I've been doing so many things on mm -hmm. my own. I've been building things on my own. And But you're not in a relationship by yourself. I'm not in a relationship by myself. Mm -hmm. So I have to learn how to let go of that, some of those things, and let and mm -hmm. trust him enough to take care of them. And trust because you guys are to going to be as one. Yes. Right, you can't make self-centered choices. It has to be like choices together as one. Right. So that's how it's gotta be. And, 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 it's, and, and I did realize it takes time. So as in love as we are, as wonderful as it, we're having a child together, that trust has to be built over time. And even from when we found out we we're pregnant until now, we've grown. Dennis surprised me, which I didn't think he was going to be able to do because I pay attention to every little thing, okay? <laughs> and I just knew it was around the corner because I was looking for it, okay? So anyway, he says, in two weeks, I want you to go with me to this charity event. And I'm like, oh, well, that's nice. We're going to be in a helicopter. The helicopter is going to take us to the event. Mm. I'm like, what kind of, what is A like, helicopter, right. like, that's serious now, business th right there. Then I brought out the chopper. <laughs> he had a whole story. Oh, well, you know, the, the, the top donors, they send a chopper for them to come to the event. It's really prestigious. <laughs> oh, wow. So he made up this whole, whole situation. Thing. I'm like, okay, babe, all right. He uh, had the whole situation worked so, out. Oh, girl, all the way right. down. Mind you, I didn't want to get in no damn helicopter because I was scared as hell, first of all. And second of all, I'm pregnant, okay? So I'm thinking all freak accidents could happen to me while I'm pregnant. I don't want to risk nothing. So why the hell would I get in a helicopter? Mm. Girl, as soon as we took off on the, on the ground, girl, I started boohoo crying. <laughs> oh my 
my God. You know, I'm like crying or whatever. And then he starts to try to tell me over the chopper, like, I love you so much. Mm -hmm. You know, this time that we've been together means so much to me. I'm like, what? you calm the hell. Like, <laughs> chopper is right. blazing. I mean, it's loud as is hell. he like screaming, I love you so yeah, much. Yeah, he's like, I love you. You right, know, right, this right. time I've spent with you. And I'm looking at him like, chaos. yeah, this is, thank you. But I really told you, you need to be quiet because I really don't want to even be in the chopper. So we land. And when we land, I saw one of our mic guys for the housewives. Mm -hmm. And I looked, I was like, what the f is he doing here? <laughs> so I looked at Dennis and I said, you got them filming a charity event? So I'm like, damn, I'm like, all right. So I get mic'd up. I'm like, oh, what's going to happen at a charity event is, you know, somebody here going to confront me. You know, I'm like, it's going to be drama. And I hear our song playing by Lil Mo. I'm like, oh my God, I see Dennis, they playing our song. So now I don't forgot about everything, right? I don't <laughs> forgot about that. I saw Bravo. I don't forgot everything. I'm like, they playing our song. Well, let's get on in here. So we get downstairs and I look and girl, it was like roses oh. everywhere. Mm. I feel like he was smoking the room, may not have been. <laughs> and then I see little Mo. She's, uh, she's there. Wait. She's the only person in the room. She's there? She's there. And she's singing the she's song. singing the song. So it hit me. I'm like, he is about to propose. Oh, my goodness. I'm sure anybody would have thought it hit right. me before that. It did not hit me until I saw her and saw the space. Girl, he drops to one knee. When I tell you, I was such in a daze. He was doing his little speech or whatever, you right. know, you will you be my wife. Nothing Girl, I could said. not hear the words Couldn't coming hear. out of his mouth. I had to tell myself, Portia, you have to say yes. So I waited for his lips to stop moving. Because I cannot hear him. <laughs> I waited for his lips to stop moving. I'm like, then something said, Portia, say it louder. I said, yeah, yes. <laughs> and then he put the ring on me. And oh, then we hugged. And then so beautiful. I went into this like ugly ass cry, girl. <laughs> it was like real ugly. But I caught myself. Like that moment was so magical. I never would have thought it would have been that magical. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it was just so special. And then like he put so much thought into it. Like, yeah. I swear, I was on cloud nine. It was incredible. By the time he proposed to me, it was like five years later. I'm thinking, looking at him like on his knee, like, it's right. about damn time <laughs> you proposed to me. Like, I would have said, yeah, three years ago. <laughs> Girl, we was five minutes in. <laughs> Dennis, from the moment I told him I was pregnant, said it was a girl. He was mm, like, it is know. just my luck that I would have a little yes. girl. He was like, it is just what it is. I'm going to have a girl. And from the whole time, I was like, no, I want a boy. I want a boy. But deep down, I think I knew it was a girl. Yeah. And then Mother's at the very intuition. end, we went to a sonogram. And he saw the damn umbilical cord. And he thought the umbilical cord <laughs> was the penis. Shut up. And I'm like, that's a big old penis. <laughs> Dennis even thought he had secret information because he brought a necklace that had DJ on it, which would be Dennis oh, Jr., right, right, not right, right. Portia Jr. Mm. So then I found out he had paid somebody and thought he knew that it was a boy. Oh my goodness. I'm like, okay, you <laughs> so really- So that's why he got the DJ? That's why he got the DJ. So Dennis just around here trying to get all kind of information. And I'm like, we're supposed to be doing, this we're supposed to like find out together. Now he'd have gone so far as to like looking at the sonogram <laughs> thinking he's an expert. I'm like, that's too big and too high for a penis. I went from, I'm never, ever, 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 ever going to get married again to, okay, I want to get married again. <laughs>
I'm not saying I want to marry anyone. I'm just saying that I would be open to marrying my heel. Mm. I'm so comfortable with him that whenever he asks, I'm fine with it. Like, I, I don't even care. I, like, I just feel like it's just going to happen. At one point, you did think he was going to ask, right? Well, once we became exclusive, you okay. know, he said that, you know, next time he came to Atlanta, he wanted to talk to me and he wanted to have a conversation in person. Ooh. So, of course, you know, we can be a little dramatic. So I was like, oh, my God, he's going to propose. What I wanted to ask you was, Cynthia Bailey, will you be my lady? Hold on, hold on, hold on. So you hyped yourself up to think he was about to propose and he just asked yes. you to be his girlfriend? Yes. Ah! I mean, I was, I was prepared. I was prepared, okay? Girlfriend is temporary for fiance. Okay, girl. I mean, it's, it's steps. So, I mean, he was like, I want you to be my lady. So, you know that, I mean, that's basically code for we're going to be married in the next probably year. Is that's code for we're going to be married in a year. Is that code candy? Uh, um, <laughs> I, I you ready to move forward with the surrogate process? I don't know if I want to be a part of the process. What do you mean you don't want to be a part of the like, process? I think I just want the kids to come, but I don't know if I want to see this lady carrying her kid. Well, this that's is... something you really need to figure out. You know, who has a surrogate? Like, I'm from the Bronx. Like. We don't have to use our other embryos. Well, I don't want to just destroy them. I don't know. I, mm. I do want the kids, though. I do not want to leave my embryos in the freezer. And I don't have the heart to say destroy them. You get what I'm saying? I mean, I love kids. I was always that family member who would like to, you know, spend time with other people's kids and, mm -hmm. you know, take them back. But <laughs> I always, you right. know, did that. But I mean, I was hoping that we would somehow, by the grace of God, get pregnant on our own. And that never happened. Um, nothing has happened, not even a scare. Um, <laughs> not even a late period. <laughs> no, not even. Unfortunately, you know, I had a lot of issues with fibroids and I've had multiple surgeries. Oh, wow. Yes, okay. and plus I have scar tissue from having so many different surgeries, wow. basically. So with that being said, um, we do have two embryos left. And because I had a high um, risk pregnancy and all these other factors, we just um, came to the conclusion that their best chance of making it would be to um, get a surrogate. So how does that work? Like, it has to be twins? I mean, it's not guaranteed that you get either one. So sometimes... Similar to like what, remember what um, Shamari told us that they had um, tried IVF, you know, a right. couple times on the third time is when they got their twins. So, and you're, so you're just taking the chance. You're like, if it's meant to be, you have the eggs, you want to give them the opportunity. Yeah, I would love to add two more to the fold if that's possible. Oh, oh, I just realized I'm up here by the closet. Can I see your closet now? Oh, hell no. My Why? closet is not together. My closet is stupid. Let me see this damn Can't, closet. I mean, Portia, don't go in my closet. My, cl my Portia, my closet is not together. Oh, my goodness. How everybody got in my master bedroom, I don't know. Because the only person supposed to be going up there was me and Marlo and Cynthia, Cynthia. right? I didn't want people in my master bedrooms because that's the one place we think is private. Once everybody got in there, I was just like, you know, it's not so bad, you know, whatever. Just let them have it. So when we got up there, everybody seemed to be in a better space. Mm -hmm. 
And I had remembered that um, Nene has told us before, she was like, yeah, I want y'all to see my closet. She had talked mm -hmm. about how grand her closet yeah. was. And I was like, ooh, I'm gonna go look in your closet. And she was like, no, don't go in there right now. I paused for a second, but then Marlo said something like, oh yeah, y'all gotta see it, it's fabulous. Can I see your closet now? Go see it, Candy, let's Candy, go see it. So I just went ahead and streamlined for the closet. Exact word where I'm gonna go find it, you know, on my own. And I'm sitting, I can see Candy, she, she doesn't know where the closet is. So she's walking down the hall and she ends up in the master bathroom. And she had to think, well, that ain't the damn closet though. <laughs> the much as you talking about, much, but listen, then you talk about the closet. So yeah. she's like, it's that nice, it. but that ain't it. And then Portia said, I'm going too. I said, you guys, please. Cause I'm already over here fighting Marlo, I ain't got much energy left, child. <laughs> Please Tell me close. about it. I'm tired Please to come out, Andy found it. The grand closet is organized. He's a, his is all my shit up. So they find the door and open up the door to my closet. That's it. Cause you know I went to the projects. You know I didn't even know. I don't know. I actually changed and didn't even realize I had changed. I it, it just you happened. were cool at first when she I went was. down the hallway. And then I think you sat there and you were like, I just said no, and these motherfuckers still going there. You know, I went ape on their ass. Like, what the fuck is you doing in my closet? Like, ape shit, like I did, because I was just so irritated by the fact that I these girls no. would come to somebody's house and start opening up your drawers. That's personal. Like, you open up my damn drawer where my underwear are, my bras are. You know, you just opening up my shit. Like, who the fuck you think you are? If you guys come over and I say, these are the two floors we're gonna be on. No one goes upstairs. Right. I would be mortified if I looked up and you guys were upstairs. I got I got the fact that she, you know, felt like it was off limits, but mm -hmm. I felt like she was more upset about the cameraman following us into the closet than just more so about than you guys going me into the closet. And I think really honestly, Nene was having a very emotional night. Right. It was just a lot going on. After we came out the closet, I was like, okay, I'm getting the hell up out of here. So I was going downstairs, Portia was going downstairs. This was the first time she and I were on the same page. We were rolling <laughs> together, right? Look at God. <laughs> Look at God. Anyway, so while Portia and I were standing there, Nene comes down, like rushing down the steps. And then I didn't realize she was coming towards us though. I was just like trying to keep things calm because, you know, normally I could be a little mouthy. Yeah. You know, if you say something <laughs> to me, I'm gonna give you that back. Right. But I'm like, okay, I'm in her house. She already turned like, into let the Hulk just... upstairs. Like, okay, you know what? We're sorry, mm. we didn't mean to upset you. We're gonna leave. Right. And I felt bad that I was part of the trigger. Mm. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Like, damn. Since I've been home, Greg and I are coexisting. All right, let's go. Greg is going to get a coloscopy bag removed. It's not a simple surgery. So anything that's happening in our personal relationship, it is definitely on the back burner. Thank you, Jesus, because I couldn't take the bag either. I'm telling you, your vows are being tested because you have to think, it's you really are, a that's, test. Anytime it's really a situation a that it's bad, really... you just have to think if the tables will turn. Yeah, but you know, that's a different situation, Marlo, because I sleep with him. This is my partner who I could, I could break up if I wanted. No, but you, to death do you part your vows. Yeah, but still, this is somebody that I sleep with. You know, and some I people would have left, and you stayed. A lot stayed. of people, I sleep with him sexually, everything. So, mm -hmm. sleeping with the bag. 
I'm sleeping with a bag. That's a different thing. Because you ever think, like, I know I used to like your ass, but do I like your ass like that? You know what I'm saying? When he got rid of the bag, oh my God, he's a whole new person. First time I met the hospital, they say to us that uh, we're going to cut his colon, we're going to take out the bad part, and then he's going to have to have a bag. When they said that, that's when you went crazy. That was it. For, no, he went crazy. I was fine. And he was like, You mean to tell me I'm going to surgery, not going to have a colon, and I'm going to have a bag? He couldn't take it. He was so upset. He was crying his ass off. Oh, I bet you were. So, are. you know, Greg is a real dude. You know what I'm saying? He's a real dude. And this changed him. He was like, I am a dude, okay? And oh, this change, he, yeah, real that's OG. his real word. His real word is, I'm an OG, man. He's, he, he's an OG. He doesn't want anybody to help him. He help himself. And he, you know, felt some kind of way. Now I got to lean on my wife. That's not cool. Like, he, it really hurt him to do that. So you're saying it changed him because he needed help. Yeah. He yeah. couldn't even function with the bag. He was just like, I don't even want you to see the f***ing bag. Like, this is crazy. So I never saw the bag. The whole time he had it, I never saw it. Never once did I see he would when I tell you he would conceal his bag and every time we took a picture I could see him like in the picture like make sure nothing is being seen. like he was like so self-conscious of it. Greg has a full-on attitude. He's texting me talking ridiculous and I was just like uh, <laughs> So Greg and I were arguing every day that I was in Japan. We argued daily. The whole time I'm in Japan, like when I when we take these girls trip, it's mental for me. You know, because it's not going to be, you know, I always know when I take a trip with them, it's not going to be, like, good. Somebody going to be arguing. I'm going to be in something. So I needed him to be my support, and he wasn't there. Look, I go home with Greg, honey. I sleep with Greg, honey. So I know what the f*** Greg really is. I know every hair on his body, okay? I know what the hell Greg is. I know Greg can go left when he wants to go left. And a lot of people think that he's such an angel. And I'm not saying that he's not. He's a sweet guy. He's a good guy. All those things. But he's a when he wants to be. Yeah, he is. Nice. He's mean when he wanted to be mean. I know Greg is a Leo. Yeah, I know he, he can is. be an a-hole sometime, and you can, can too. But yeah. people never see that They never Greg. see that in Greg. Yes, but with you, if you would have been said that, it would have been different. It's just like, hey, yeah. he has cancer. Yeah. And you're saying he's a so then people yeah. are like, oh, she's mean. But it's like, you're just yeah. fed up because you're so frustrated. Yeah, I'm, I'm and I'm bent now. But it's like, do you see what I'm saying? If you yeah, had been saying yeah, that, yeah, it yeah. would have went easier. Then they would have been that accepted they, they only see Greg as exactly. this good guy because he's, always whenever sweet, he's around, always nice. he's always cool with every girl. And when he see everybody, he's like, hi, how you doing? So that's what you got. And I'm like, okay, did he just switch? Now, he can't even say, hi, how I'm doing. But he want to worry about everybody else. He's, Greg might can start acting. Work. No, he can't <laughs> act worth for <laughs> He can't act worth for Memory is up. He can't even do none of that. I've always been strong. You're loyal. Yeah, my loyalty my was like... Tested. So tested. When you got diagnosed with cancer, I felt like my marriage was lost. The times when you've been like extremely mean, I felt like I want to break up, I want to divorce, I want to something because it's just it's just it's just been very hard I, I obviously i've been with greg since i was 28. greg is m much older than me so he's had all of my best years i think and these last few good years i got i was gonna try to spend them with some, somebody else i'm just kidding i'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding no um i've been with him a long time and um i felt like i've i've put up with a lot of things I don't know. We was just, I wanted to 
probably change all of those things and go a different direction. Yeah, because he, he was difficult. He was difficult to live with it. But now, is he less difficult? What's different now that I don't know if he's less difficult. I think he's more aware of his tone. I think he's more aware of he's trying to help. He doesn't have patience, so he's trying to work on his patience. Um, and then, you know, I've gotten a lot of help from people, just from social media. People telling me that as a caretaker, a lot of times the people lash out to the person that's the closest to them. Um, he's sick. He's not going to have any patience. Absolutely. And that kind of stuff. So I've got a lot of help from a lot of people. Well, I'm glad you stayed. Yes. I know that I'm doing the right thing. You are. Absolutely. I know I'm doing the right thing because I took a vow. So I will stick with him through anything. And... Um, I'm gonna ride with him, you know, till the wheels fall off, like I'm supposed to ride with him. Right. And he takes me every day, like, you know, like, you know what, you was a real strong bitch. Like, I, I love exactly. your ass, because your ass good. is sticking um, with me. High five <laughs> yeah. on that one, you He's are Like, that I love now. you for staying with my ass. Like, no, he knew seriously. then that I was a real bitch. You're pretty tipsy at the bi-wig party. Yeah, I was pretty tipsy. You are pretty tipsy. I actually started drinking with my makeup artist prior to. Yeah, the party. She's trying to bite Eva's breast. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> I don't remember that. Lies. Did I do that? Did I, I wasn't ever biting Eva's boob. Was I like, <laughs> like that? That's literally what you look like. <laughs> but it wasn't like, oh man, I gotta get some of these boobs. Kind of mixed oh. with that. It was like, oh. Oh, I gotta get some of these boobs. No, yes. it wasn't Lesbo. Okay, so mind you, <laughs> we're all drinking Nini's drink. It's vodka, it's St. Germain, it's lime. Like, it's a really delicious drink. It's a drink that you forget there's alcohol in it and it catches up to you. Shamari, not having drank a lot lately, I think drinking now, she forgot her limit and yeah. she's definitely way more buzzed than she knew. And we were in the middle of talking and I feel like an entire eclipse pressured against <laughs> my left boob and I'm like, are you grabbing my tit? What are you doing? Was it's... it a joke? Oh, was I hope it... it was a joke. I don't want her like that. I hope it was a joke. I mean, she was already puked up on you, so now you've like shared. Fluid. She puked right after that. Like she rubbed my boob and puked. Like. Oh my goodness. I was gone. Okay, I was totally gone, and to the point where I just couldn't stand up anymore, and I just started seeing things, and I was like, oh my god, like, and it just got blurry. This is just a tip about tolerance. Five drinks will probably get you drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Cause well, bitch, you was in, in like in five my case, I think it was like two when I started really getting to that point. Yes. I don't give a damn. I hope she don't ever change because I live for tipsy Shamar. <laughs> I actually, cause I can't drink. So I sit back and I wait. I'm like, the show will begin soon, guys. Yes, yes. We were sitting at the table yeah. and we noticed that there was a party omitted and it was Shamari. Yeah. So I went to check on her. She was in the restroom. And her, the girlfriends she had brought with her, Decatur's Finest, were there helping her as good friends do. Yeah. Mind you, Shamari's a little girl, so it's like she's sitting on the toilet, right? And she's like trying to lean over. And she's far from the wall, and oh, I think she's gonna fall, goodness. so I'm trying to tell her friend to like pat her. But she wasn't getting it. And I was like, dude, you do not do drunk friends at night, obviously, let me do this. So I get over to like, pat her between the wall so she doesn't hit her head. And she leans over to me and just throws up all over me. My <sighs> dress, my shoes, everything. And as 
the liquid and moisture like started to touch my porous so skin. So much puke. It was it so was much puke. So disgusting. And I mean, she had just ate crab. I could smell the mercury. And I came out screaming. And Cynthia was like, what's going on? I'm like, Shamari threw up on oh me. Oh, my God. So she takes me upstairs to Nini's room, where Nini is sitting talking to Marlo. And Nini's like, what the heck is going on with you? And I'm holding my clothes. And I'm like, Nini, give me some clothes. Give me swag. Oh give me swag. Give me swag. Yeah. And so she's like, child, I got something for you. So she goes and finds them out of her closet. And they change into this adorable caftan. And I'm like, okay, ugh. So we were able to kind of to explain the entire throw up story. And she's like, did you throw up on my walls, child? I was like, not your walls. She got me. Like, you oh, know. Oh, you. I really thought Nene was going to kill you. Right. You oh, that. my God. You got oh. off easy on I, that. You know what? I she must I, like you. I felt really bad. That, that next day, I was like, oh my God, I threw up in her bathroom. Did y'all clean it up at least? Yes, did y'all clean it up? We did, we did, we did. I don't know what it is, but like once a nurse, always a nurse. So like I fly into action. <laughs> Shamari was barely coherent. Like coherent. So I was like, oh my gosh, Shamari, honey. Like, like I actually was worried for a second. I was like, okay, open your eyes, Shamari. Like I knew she couldn't probably even drink any more fluids drinks. at this point. But like everyone's like, what's happening in there? We changed Shamari. Like got her clothes on, she went home. Um, my bathroom is quite famous. And why, oh yeah, Saint you Barrett, have to Kim and her daughter with St. Roach in there. And, and now, puking in it. now Shamari's in that very same bathroom. You know that bathroom is so famous. People enter my house, they be like, where's that bathroom? I don't want to use that bathroom anymore. <laughs> they go in it's there, been hunted like, by spirits and throw up. They want to go in that bathroom. That bathroom is so famous. Say, <laughs> when they bathroom. come out of that bathroom is, this is a amazing, beautiful bathroom. It really is. And the people go in there and do shit. I don't know why. She threw up in a crystal trash can, by the way. Oh, my God. And I wasn't very happy about that. And they took it and set it out by the pool. And it sat out by the pool for about, like, two or three weeks. And my husband didn't want to move it. I didn't want to move it. And it just sat there. Who and moved it? I had the yard guy to squirt it out and, like, <laughs> bring it back yard in. <laughs> Shamari's a fun time. You know, some of the girls feel like Shamari overdrinks. She do turn up now. She do have quite a few drinks. And you know she wear a buck oh five, so it don't take many drinks to take her out. You're talking about some serious shit. You trying to say, oh, you drink too much. But you make it seem like you trying to help this person. You know, she, she was like, you know, you're a mother. How do you think that your kids would feel about seeing you being drunk all the time? Da 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 da. Nobody's I, drunk. I, 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 How you doing? You miss your mom. You're Eva's mom. You're gorgeous. She gave birth. She gave birth to Eva out of her vagina. I'm not an alcoholic. No. You know, I'm not addicted to anything. You know, every now and then I want to go out and I want to have a drink and it's okay. Yeah. But you know, Marlo, you probably wouldn't understand that because you ain't never been a mother. You don't know what it means to be a mother. You know, you may be a mother, but you never been a mother. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Um, Should I write that down for reunion? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> you may be a mother, but you never been a mother. A, oh, geez. That is, whew. Okay. <laughs> this has been an intense study session. I'm honestly breaking a sweat thinking about how intense this reunion is going to be. You guys, make sure to catch Real Housewives of Atlanta Reunion Part 1 premiering on Sunday, April 7th at 8, 7 central. And we'll be back with a regularly scheduled episode of The Daily Dish this Thursday, so make sure you're subscribed. Bye. Bye. Let's keep the conversation going. We want to talk to you all week long, not just Thursdays. 
You can find us on Twitter or Instagram at Bravo TV. Don't forget to use the hashtag Bravo Daily Dish. Or reach out to us personally. I'm everywhere at Meg Segura. And I'm Eric J. Mack, E-R-I-K. And if you're on Facebook, join the Daily Dish Facebook group. You can post about what you're watching, your favorite shows, who's your favorite housewife, ask a question, start some drama. There's a lot of good stuff in there, so check it out. You can also learn more about the podcast at bravotv.com. TTYL. Bye. Bye. Looking fun and I got my girls with me. With the boys at the table getting tipsy. Miss me, kiss me one more time. It's all a lighthearted nightmare on our podcast, Morbid. We're your hosts. I'm Alina Urquhart. And I'm Ash Kelly. And our show is part true crime, part spooky, and part comedy. The stories we cover are well-researched. He claimed and confessed to officially killing up to 28 people. With a touch of humor. I'd just like to go ahead and say that if there's no band called Malevolent Deity, that is pretty great. A dash of sarcasm and just garnished a bit with a little bit of cursing. This mother lied like a liar like a liar and if you're a weirdo like us and love to cozy up to a creepy tale of the paranormal or you love to hop in the Wayback machine and dissect the details of some of history's most notorious crimes you should tune in to our podcast morbid follow morbid on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen to episodes early and ad free by joining wondery plus in the wondery app or on apple podcasts Hey, grown-ups! The Cat in the Hat cast is a new podcast from Wondery, perfect for the whole family. Join the Cat in the Hat and your favorite Dr. Seuss characters as they get whisked away on a new adventure every week. Fish dreams of creating his very own polite and quiet podcast. That is, until he gets a surprise visit to his fishbowl podcast studio from the Cat in the Hat himself. And it becomes very clear that the cat has other plans for the podcast. And those plans are the opposite of quiet. Sing along to new favorite songs, try your luck at Titanic tongue twisters, have some fun with wondrous wordplay, and most importantly, bring your family along for all of the adventures in the Cat in the Hat cast. Follow the Cat in the Hat cast on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to the Cat in the Hat cast early and ad-free on Wondery Plus. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Wondery Kids Plus on Apple Podcasts today.